Be handsome, Roland. Whoa, whoa, what? You are grinning out. Their opinion is any more important than someone that's completely inactive and completely uneducated <laughs> on well, the on the current subject matters. Well, no, you're not inactive. I wouldn't say you're aware I of it. Been to the gym in weeks. So. Hey, I said I haven't been to the oh, gym. Oh, I mean, I mean, no, I know what you mean. I know what <laughs> you mean. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a valuable thing to be to be gathering because there's way more people like you and I who are sort of just like observing it rather than participating mm. in it not actively doing things right too. there's way more of those people so it's all very well to get you know the heroes the Greta Thunbergs and the Tim Silverwoods of the world um, she's a close personal friend of mine obviously. <laughs> I bet did you say I read a news story a really horrible ironic news story about how a public rally that she organised in Bristol ruined a green space oh. and turned this grassy like park into a mud bowl just a mud bowl yeah the real splendour of a yeah, it is. Splendor of a mud bowl. Yeah. Like splendor in the grass, I mean. I gathered that. I've never yeah. been. Have you been? No. I'm just, I've heard, I've heard stories from... Why is that? Always, is it just the time people. of year? It's in July or something? It's just always yeah. money up there. Yeah, I just, I never have any money that time of year. It's right before tax break, so... Not uh, to say that I have money during the rest <laughs> of the year. Good, a good savings plan for the yeah, rest of the year. Yeah, four-wheel drive will do that to you. Absolutely, vintage four-wheel drive. I say vintage, it just means shit. But nah, it's it's on the up. You said it yourself the other day. It's on the up. The it's, sixty appreciation society is growing. Someone was trying to sell one for thirty k the other day. Really? Was it? A, it must have been a nice one. Yeah, he's sponsored by like a GME. Um, you know, uh, what are the, all the different Felden shelters and all the different? I don't know. We're all Max Track stuff like that. Right, right. He's ARB. He's sponsored by like a whole bunch of those sort of people. What's the go with that? Like selling a vehicle that's been basically built for you for free. I don't know. Lots of people were saying that. Sort of like, are you allowed to... Yeah. Are you allowed to sort of do that? And he's like, oh, you don't know the relationship I have with these sort of people. You know, it's... uh, I, you know, I... You have under... You know, you have no idea that I didn't pay for all this sort of thing. And everyone's like, well, we kind of know you didn't. But anyway... But again, again, it's complete (laughs) speculation. But anything except the answer that's like, yeah, it's totally fine. It yeah. is like, clearly it's not. Yeah, no, it's not fine. <laughs> clearly it's it's not. clearly you didn't expect someone to call you out on that. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. no, it was totally fine. Yep, nope. It's, I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. Straight up. By saying you've got nothing to hide, you've got something to hide. It's a clear sort of, that's exactly what a murderer would say. It's one of those sort of... Okay, so it brings me to a point I wanted to raise with you, now that you're a barista. How does it feel... Now? Now that I've I'm a always, barista. I've always been a barista. I've always I was, known. I was born a barista. I've always been a barista inside. Okay, so I, I struggle with this thing where it's a guarantee, statistically, that I've made coffee for a rapist and a murderer and all sorts of horrible people who I've like smiled at and wished a happy day and made a, a nice coffee for. Mm. Do you think about that at all? I didn't until now. I'm glad I'll be making <laughs> coffee at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, every be, stage uh, of that comes I'll be along. Looking forward to that. I'll be asking them, "What are you doing after this?" By the way, <laughs> I mean to be honest, most of the people that I have that I make coffee for, you know, parents or people that work in the area. So I didn't necessarily think about that. Mm. But now that's going to probably freak me out a bit. That's true. You're in a you're in a demographically they do say sheltered place. Yeah, I think they do say that that you walk past in your life. About seven serial killers without knowing. That it's who's they? Who says that? I oh, like Facebook. Yeah. Okay. You know, like obviously it's like one them. of them. One of those pages that's you know 
world, you know, mind-blowing facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously a very credible source. Yeah. Same as, you know, theonion.com. Well, same as saying, like, they've done studies to show this. It's like, yeah. they have, have they? You know them? The scientists. Yeah. Our brightest, our brightest minds <laughs> yeah. are hard at work. Yep. For you to Looking, select facts from. Altering the milk, altering the almonds for Milk Lab. That milk lab business is um, pretty know, sus, isn't it? They know what it's they're good. doing. It's good. They know what they're doing. I'm pretty sure it's a 3% almonds on the back. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's it's another not, one. There's another really nice, like, really healthy one where it's just, like, almond salt almond water. Breeze, I swear to God, if you say Definitely almond. not almond breeze. Thank it's inside God. out. It's, like, twice as much as, almond, as milk lab, which is twice as much as other almond milks. But it's got 10% almonds, but it tastes horrible in coffee. Weird. I've had... Yeah, it's the numbers, man. They're delicious. Look at the yeah. They've they've done something right. We have you'd be surprised how many people sort of come up to a cafe and say like, oh, what uh, what's, what's the almond milk? And you're like, well, it's milk club. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, have a good day. And they just walk off and have a nice you know day. And then they just sort of <laughs> walk off. And then it's sort of uh, or oh, you have milk club? Oh, okay, great. I'll have you know seven seven cappuccinoses. And then yeah, it's they just sort of. <laughs> That's what like I would have expected. seven cappuccinos, and yeah, that's it. I would have expected those people more than the people that walk away, because it's super tribal. People are obsessed with that stuff. Yeah, that's true. But, or, it's, or it's, you know, do you have oat milk? I got a request for cashew milk the other day. Have you ever, have you, have you ever had cashew milk? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, have you ever had it? No. Oh, it's horrible. I've had macadamia milk. Oh, that's not too bad. It's super sweet, but it's like, it's awful yeah. in coffee. But if, yeah, absolutely. But if you think about like an almond or a macadamia, like they're flavoursome, but they're not nearly as flavoursome as a cashew. A cashew is like yeah. very overpowering. Here's, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd contend that's like a reason not to drink it. Absolutely, yeah. With anything else, right? Like with the coffee. All you can taste is the cashew milk. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's one for you though. What did one nut say when he was chasing the other nut? Oh, Jesus. I'm a cashew. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've told me that before. I've told everybody that before. I think you've definitely told it's me that. It's in my Instagram bio. Oh, right. Well, no, it's then. not, but it's, it could be. <laughs> yeah, you've it's definitely told me that before. Yeah, the, um, the, the milk entitlement's gone crazy, especially like the place I'm working at now, which I won't name for obvious reasons, mm. that I've told you that does like, has a token one bottle of skin, but otherwise just doesn't give a shit, and they just give full cream no matter what. Like, yeah, here's your skin whatever. Maybe the people shit themselves. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's a morally challenging thing, but also, is is it really that bad? I think nutritionally, full cream milk's probably better for you than light milk. It's got more of the business in it. Mm. The fat, which is apparently healthy for you now. They say. Them. Them. They. (laughs) Um, I mean, I know for us, you know, could just be one of those placebo effects sort of things. Mm. Whereas, you know, I know my brother, for example, when he was a younger child, you know, age probably 10 or 11. No, younger, probably year four. So probably about year 10. Uh, yes, yeah, so probably age 10 or 11. He simply did one of those, you know, classic child things and said, I'm not drinking, full, you know, full cream anymore. It tastes like shit. I'm having skim. Like, I only want to drink skim on my Weet-Bix, mum. No worries. So mum just kept making it with full cream and, you know, here's your skim Weet-Bix. And after about six months, he was like, it is so much better than full cream. It was one of those, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's never been skimmed to begin with, so it's always been full cream. Well, I guess I'll switch back to full cream. Then, well, you never really left. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely. I think it's a. 
Oh, it's a placebo for sure. That's a psycho relationship between your brain and your stomach. Like, absolutely, how much it interferes. Well, I mean, as you said, coffee. Like, I mean, as you said when you trained me, uh, coffee is one hundred percent psychology. Mm-hmm. I have a really good chat with someone, and then I'm, you know, frothing their milk. I'm looking down, thinking, you know what, that milk kind of looks like shit. I still serve it up to them, and they still come back the next day. That was a great coffee, Sammy. Loved it. Back Thanks, again. mate. Yeah. See you tomorrow for another almond shit cappuccino shit white almond flat shite <laughs> see you tomorrow yeah um, yeah so it's you know literally it's it is it's, it's a mind game psychology. but it's like that's what I love about it because it goes back to the um, it goes back to the serial killer murderer rapist situation where it's basically the, the least demographically exclusive product ever because it's drugs because you're 100%. a legal drug dealer and that drug that particular drug coffee gets into every single group of people and you have a representative from every single social circle, it, like on earth, come along and want a coffee and you get a chance to like communicate with them. It's the wildest window into humanity. Absolutely. I, I mean, the, the way my personality changes, like my split personality changes, depending on how I deal with different customers. Yeah, or what crazy. they want from you, you get some. You get some really sus people coming to order coffee. Yeah. I had... Uh, I believe, I don't know, a foreign man the other day, some sort of European, I think maybe European, Eastern European, that's what the accent I believe, um, actually just said, you know, like, uh, I was like, what are you up to today? And he's like, just working, and then I was like, alright, no worries, well, and obviously there was some sort of broken communication, because it took me about six minutes just to get through, what are you doing today? He's like, oh, working. And I was like, <laughs> that was that was an Eastern European yeah, accent. No, and he's like, insert European accent, he's like, um, and I was like, oh, okay, well, um, Norris will enjoy work, and he obviously didn't understand what I said, and just said gambling, and then winked at me and walked away. <laughs> and he just like winked at me. And I was like, "Please don't shoot me." Like, became Russian, became I a just, Bond villain. I looked away. And I was like, <laughs> "Gambling." I look, I like, I looked over the guy I was working, and I was like, "Please do not come back. Like, lock the windows. Lock the windows. He's gone. Like quickly. Let's let's go. We can we can escape. But this is like I don't. He doesn't need to know I work here, and I, now I know what he does. Um, so yeah, he just said you gambling, and then just winked and walked away. <laughs> It was like, oh, okay, here comes. Yeah, Putin. and you just you just helped him. You just made his, him way more effective at gambling. <laughs> gambling. <laughs> well, he like his arm and flat white now is giving him the juice to, you know. And then exactly. tomorrow when he plays well, he's gonna think, why did I play? You know, that day when he plays well, he thinks, why did I play well? The arm and flat white. Maybe he'll start gambling with your life now. Let's hope. Maybe he'll just not. like get to the end of a hand. He's like all in, got nothing left, and he's like, I know barista, he make. Is this the right accent? You okay, tell me. Coffee. Okay, coffee, but because of all my like <laughs> visits to Russia, I know the accents so yeah, well. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. He has a keep cup there, which is good. That is impressive. That's what. That's how I reconcile at the place I'm currently working. Giving people what they didn't order is if it's in a single-use disposable. I have no sympathy. I'm like, here you go. Enjoy. Have a good day. Absolutely. I mean, if I have, if I have keep cups, I take way more. I mean, I take the same care, all of them. But you know, I'm more chatty with the keep cups because they're usually regulars yeah yeah and if they don't after coming two or three times yeah you start you're putting that oh is that a takeaway or did you want it to have here oh no i have a takeaway sorry and that and you just like kept getting them to repeat that they're having a takeaway oh so you're having a takeaway yeah like oh, okay cool nice. and just remind you like you know you get 50 cents off for ringing like a keep cup and you know just sort of directing them and then after you know three or four times usually those regulars you actually start to see them bring in a cup yeah. even if it's you know even if they work around the corner and so they're coming from an office they're not coming from home 
they start bringing mugs. So we have a lot of people just come in with like mugs. Yep. I had someone the other day have a shot glass. Came shot glass, like, hey, can I have a pickle? And I was like, of course you can. Yeah. You know, I'll preheat it for you, and then you know, it's great. Like it's a shot glass. Who knew it was? Of course it's a piccolo cup. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the? I mean, I don't know if the proportions were right. I sort of just did one shot and hoped that there was enough milk in it. But yeah, that's what they ordered. That's their keep cup. I'm not going to. Ch- I can't change the size of it. Yeah, and if you've chatted them up properly, they won't taste any of it anyway, right? Absolutely. <laughs> be like, uh, again, you know, you just sort of like everyone's like, oh. Um, I'll have a skim flat white, and you're like, oh, okay, no worries. Here's that. You'll have al- what I give you. Here's yeah. that almond latte, and like I said, skim flat white. Enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Enjoy. There you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Skim flat white. Uh, yep. Almond latte. Uh, I said skim flat white. Yep. Skim, yep. Skim latte. Yep. That's okay, what I said too. There you go. Yep. Skim flat Yep. There you go. I just shout every possible coffee and milk. All right, is that a uh, skim flat almond milk a flocacino? Cappuccino latte white. Seagate. <laughs> for for uh, Kevin Jason Michael. <laughs> My name's Pam. Sorry, Pam. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I, sorry, Michael. <laughs> I think about the uh, the disposable versus reusable thing. I do the same thing. I'm like, just instinctively, what I like to think. I'm hoping, actually. Now I think about this. I'm hopeful that I'm just way nicer to the people with keep cups and they're not just receiving my baseline level of kindness and I'm not in fact just being really rude to people with disposables but that is a possibility I wouldn't put that past you yeah you know me it's definitely possible but I think like when I see somebody or when I serve somebody who, who wants a, you know, a long black in a, in a single use and then they ask for another cup for example to sleeve it because it's too hot to hold Absolutely. and they're full of attitude blah 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 or even like, if I just see those people on the street for me, it's almost turned into an equivalent of smoking, where it's like this representation that you don't give a shit about basically anything. Mm. And it's definitely reading a book by its cover, which is not the right thing to do, so they say. But at the end of the yeah. day, yeah. So but you can't say. read every book, can you? And you've got to judge a few of them by their covers. It's a lot quicker to read a cover. <laughs> yeah. But I like basically, you see, I see someone walking down the street with a double cup, sort of whatever. And I sort of think to myself, like, it's it's pollution and it's pollution that affects me. So it's kind of like just inhaling secondhand smoke from someone with a cigarette nearby you. Yep. In a way, that. like, it's starting to become analogous for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, it's not like the science only just came in on smoking. It's been around for a long time that it's pretty much one of the worst things you can do to your body. But so mm. many people still smoke. Mm, absolutely. You feed me enough beer on the wrong night and I'll definitely you know, have a cheeky drag on someone's dart. But yeah. it's like I don't know, it's it's a weird um it's a weird one because it's less direct. You're not you're not directly yeah. suffering the pollution instantly like you are when you inhale yeah, secondhand but it just smoke. Has backlash. Yeah. Absolutely it has a backlash on you. I mean yeah, again it's not as unpleasant to the senses as secondhand smoke, but it's just as unpleasant to the mind. Yeah. And the soul. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. I thought so. Thanks, I appreciate the, the Your little addition there. Yeah. What do you think about the people that ask for takeaway cups? Like, oh, oh I'm going to have it here, but I want it in a... Get, give it to us in a takeaway cup. Yeah, I mean, I will admit the cafe that we work at has only one size of cup. Um, I'm not sure why, but we only have one size of cup, which in my opinion, being that I work there, we have... We do have, you know, one size of, you know, regular and then piccolo cups for have here. Oh, dine-ins you mean? Rather yes, than, yeah, dine-ins, yeah. yes, sorry, I mean. Um, in terms of takeaway, we have small, large and, you know, piccolo. Uh, but in terms of dining, we only have the one size and we often get people, 
Oh, you just get the one size, even though they're sort of, you know, large cappuccino. Oh, we only have one size. Yeah, you know what, that's fine, don't worry about it. Or even like, you know, put two shots in it, that's sweet, no worries. But more often than not, it's like, well, I'll just have a large and... I'll just sit down with I'll it. just have it here. To be honest, I'm more than happy to, you know, I'll cop the second. If you have two coffees and have it here, I'll cop the second one. I don't even care. Yeah. Um, I'd rather that than have, you know, someone have a large coffee and sit here. Or even people have small coffees and just say like, you know, we'll just actually, I just prefer the... I have actually had several people say, I just prefer the feel of a takeaway cup on my mouth. Mm. How does that become a thing? I have a theory on that, actually. Let's hear it. I'll be interested in your thoughts on it. So, because typically, this is probably a very um, bigoted thing to say, but I'll say it anyway. Um, it's pretty much like middle-aged blokes that are the worst offenders of that, right? Like, I'm just toast you for dinner. Middle-aged to older. Middle-aged to older, right. So, like, 40 older, to definitely. 60, basically. 40 yep. to 70. I don't know. And then they sort of come out of it. Yeah. The people that have more time on their hands to actually sit and have a dine-in. Well, hopefully they come out of it, but I used to like, I used to identify that specific demographic as the worst offenders and just think like all of them say the same thing, like just taste different, like what's that about? And in my head, I'd think like, this is so mindless. Like, how can you just be completely uh, disengaged and disconnected from the amount of waste? Because obviously they're not putting it in the bin. You are and I am when they're finished and they walk away. And that's why it's hard. Because it like feels like your responsibility when that happens. It's mm. I don't know about you, but it wears on my conscience when I've Absolutely. distributed it and then I have to dispose of it too. It's just like yeah, yeah, we fuck, get this is kind of on that. me. Yeah, I just like nine out of ten times. Like, oh, so we don't have a bin. Yeah, oh, but you're a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have a bin. <laughs> yeah, have a good what day. What do you do with your waste? Uh just throw it in the gutter. Yeah. We don't. We don't have a bin. We, we hate the environment too, just like you, mate. Oh, sorry, I can take it if you want. I'll just be flushing down the toilet, though. Did you want me to just take it, or...? Oh, the ocean's just over there, man. You can just chuck it straight in. I'm actually making a cult collage out of, <laughs> out, of old, out of old coffee cups. But I actually find, to be honest, what I've started thinking about lately is actually more of the psychology with keep cups. Because if you think about how things can, you know, specific things can trigger a memory, that sort of thing, I find that keep cups trigger a memory. Mm-hmm. When I bought mine, it was a collaboration with a company I work for with another um, brand that makes them. Uh, the brand that makes them were Clean Canteen. Mm-hmm. So it was a collaboration, the vacuum sealed, blah, blah, blah. I remember thinking about it for weeks and then I finally bought it and was like, you know, this thing's great. And so I remember like going to the coffee shop for the first time using it and thinking, like, how cool is this? So it triggers a memory. To be honest, if coffee's all about psychology, 100%, what if someone gives you... I know I've gifted yep. several people, like within my close family keep cups and they still use them and that's be like you know a, like I, I know specifically the keep cup brand one one of them like one someone in my family's been using one for you know a year yeah how is it you know that triggers a memory back to Christmas when they got that you know Christmas present when they got you know the feeling of opening the thing and then you taste the coffee and it tastes better because you know it's all psychology and yeah, coffee is all in your mind yeah absolutely totally. well this is what I was getting at is that I used to look at these these people that say, oh, it just tastes different now, the takeaway, give us a takeaway, I'll just sit down with a, just the takeaway cup. And I think that's so mindless. But I actually now think it's the opposite of that. And I think it's, it's, it's absent-minded, but I think it's actually mindful because they basically, obviously, you've got one type of dining cup, I've got another type of dining cup, every cafe has a different dining cup. Mm-hmm. So if you want a regular flat white, extra hot and half a sugar because you're 65 years old Absolutely. then you want it to be the same every day but it's a complete gamble when you go somewhere new and you're just like uh, I don't know you know I might get I might feel ripped off if it's one of these kind of wanky new age cafes where they serve it in a tiny little cup and it 
costs however much. Yeah. Or it might be a bucket and it just tastes like hot milk. And yeah. basically, they just want the same thing every time. They're just craving the consistency, which is a really mindful thing because it means like, it means that while they're drinking it, they're they're aware whether they realize it or not. They're taking note of like the feel of it, the weight of it, how much liquid is left, how hot it is, everything about it. And it's kind of like, it's part of their ritual. And mm. so it's actually like a mindful thing. But then that's why... I mean, um, this is, does not forgive it and doesn't explain yeah. it or make it make sense. Absolutely not. But that's why a reusable is the answer because then you have that with you and it is the same everywhere you go because it's yours and you know exactly, you yeah. just like redirect the habit and after a week of doing that, it's, you're, doing, you're getting all those same triggers mm. but with your cup and that never ever changes. Yeah, and I mean, as a barista, you know, I've, if I have... You know, I know where I know how big my small and large cups are from the respective, you know, company that makes them. If I have someone say to me, you know, I have a three quarter latte. Again, I know where to fill it up to. If I had someone standing there saying, "Oh no, no, don't like, oh, keep going, keep going, stop, stop, stop," I'd get you know pretty like I know what I'm doing. I know where it's weak and where it isn't. But if I have someone, I would never be offended at all if someone, obviously, if someone sort of said, you know, oh, actually, just be careful, fill that up to this level, just because you know some of those lids have. You don't know, like, It'll like some of the Frank, some of the Frank Greens, they have yeah, that big, yeah, yeah. and that's a bit of a tricky one to navigate. So, I mean, like, they, again, you can literally tell someone where to fill it up to for consistency. Yep. be like, you could put a, like, a bloody Sharpie put, marker. People chis- do, Chisel man. it out. I've seen that. Just, just fill it up to that line, and then you know you have perfect consistency yep. the whole time, yep. um, and you haven't even had to do anything. Isn't that funny as well? Like, when you're that fussy, and you're like, the people that aren't using a keep cup, and they're like, you know, fill it up, keep going, keep going, stop. You're like, why are you making this? Like, why are you risking yeah. someone else buggering this up when you clearly care about it yeah. so much? It's kind of like, mm. again, it comes back to just the the sheer fascination with the human species that I have and I feel like you probably have as well. Absolutely. That basically coffee feeds. Like, you just, once you get your actual processes or, like, your techniques down and you're good at it and you can just do it without really... Mm focusing too much and you're just in flow you get to really like engage psychosocially and it's just like there's endless curiosity there's so many different people and they're all doing like the, you get five minutes with all of them yeah it's a constant and gamble and <laughs> <laughs> the gamble yes it's a constant gamble yes. people gamble <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I just love it heaps. Oh, yeah, seriously. It's so interesting. Interacting with people, you know, uh, sort of like, you know, that early 7 a.m. And people just don't really know which way is up. And then they have that first sip of coffee and they're entrusting everything in you to not, you know, fuck up their whole day. Their whole day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. 100%. And then a lot of the time, I think the best thing, you know, as they're walking away, you know, it's just like, see in like 20 and people are like oh yeah I get you like and then usually you see them within like the next half and they're like yeah right I'll just have another one thanks like yeah, you know, yeah. like especially like you know your Monday morning or Thursday morning it's not quite the weekend Friday morning people have one they're like and then by like that 20 minutes half an hour later by the time it gets to sort of 9.30 they start sinking into the tins rather than yeah. the coffees and you get those hot shots who are like you got any, you got any whiskey back there, mate? You want to oh, Irish up this Irish coffee? coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh. A little bit of Jackie D's. We got a party boy yeah, over here. Mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. You're setting up their entire day because typically you're the first person they're talking to outside of their spouse if they have one. And if they don't, you are the first person they're talking to. Absolutely. 
And um, even suggesting coffees, that's a big one for people. That's a massive thing when people are like, oh, you know, like, yeah, like, or like even sometimes, I don't know how you get into the conversation, but you almost find them justifying their coffee order. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, I just, I order like, you know, I have this one guy actually, he orders a, um, a double piccolo. Yeah. And he just calls it, a, like, we just call it a prison pick. And so he, he's like, <laughs> so yeah, and I just come up in the morning and he either gets like a double flat white or a, like a double pick. Prison and some, pick, some, right? some mornings he gets like his double flat white, uh, sorry, his double, like his prison pick, sits there, like has it in the dine-in and then gets his like, while I can see he's nearly done, I start whipping up his, you know, double flat white and send him on his way down to, you know, work. And uh, so, like, you know, you start like getting them to sort of justify. He never used to have that. And he sort of was like, yeah, I love like a double flat white, you know, yeah. And it was always... And then he said, like, why do you order a double flat white? And he got into the point of justifying it. And then, you know, you start being like, well, I mean, you know, if you like that, you'd probably like something like this. It should be the same, just, you know, whatever you're suggesting. Oh, yeah, it should be the same, just with less frothy milk or with less milk, you know, with an extra shot of coffee, with more water, whatever it is. And so I was like, you know, like, if you're into that, you know, you should try sort of drinking double pickles. This is a joke. And like, because who drinks that? You know, I, I couldn't. And then he's like, yeah, no, that's, uh, I gave it a crack. And I was like, oh, 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 you're serious? Oh, okay, yeah, like, let's give it a crack. <laughs> and then now, you know, it's part of his morning routine. Yeah. And he has so much faith in me that I'm not going to screw it up. But I think that that's because there's a subtext involved where you're like, you might like this, you might like this. And the subtext is, if you like this, I'll like you more. Yeah. And then, like, let's you've become a big part of like... his ritual, the relationship he has with you. Absolutely. Which is such a special, like, privilege thing. Basically, that's usually exclusive to people breaking the law and selling illegal drugs. But, like, there's not many other jobs where you're encouraged to uh, enable people's, like, tolerances and build up their addiction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not supposed to encourage Think about RSA laws and stuff, but you you never say no to someone who you know has had, like, 10 shots of coffee in an hour. Go for it. Send it. Why not, bruv? Like, I don't have a fucking card or an RSA marshal back here, like... No way. Which is weird. Like there was, there was a guy I used to make coffee for who had an like an eight ounce takeaway cup just filled up with espresso, eight shots. And this guy was like kind of cooked in general, like he had no teeth and like couldn't really speak properly. And he used to like write his order on his phone yeah, and show it to me. Yeah, coffee. Well, like I'm running a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like the pr- I basically like charged him like nine dollars. It was a good. It was like a good deal for both of us because he got nine dollars for eight shots. Well, it's that's a, re- a really good. That's deal. a really good deal. That's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's like, you know, a dollar ten. A whether shot. they were all fresh shots was you know, yeah. discretionary. Whether but... they were even coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's no, there's absolutely no regulation on how much you could serve somebody. Why? I tell you, like, ten minutes just to make it. It, it does. took you it was, longer. It than was a really disruptive like, coffee uh, to make. Because uh, you got, uh, you know, when you got those uh, customers who are watching you work, and they're like, they know when you, their coffee is on your tray when you're pouring their milk and blah, blah, blah. They're yeah, like watching absolutely. you. And they're watching you just rotate the same cup under all these different spouts and they're like, what's going on here? Who is that? Like, who is that? Well, like, thankfully, then they'd lay eyes on this bloke and they'd be like, oh, okay. Ah, I see. <laughs> I get it. Not going to pick a fight there. All right, yeah. No, yeah, eye actually, contact and now it's my turn. Considering how much I dislike people, you know, making eye contact, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's food preparation. If you can watch it as if you wouldn't want to watch it, you know, it's mesmerizing. Mm, totally, to, totally. It's mesmerizing to watch, you know, someone grow basically your drugs right there and watch them. <laughs> it's like, it's literally like, you know, it's yeah, 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 same yeah, sort yeah. of thing, you know, and um, it's literally like I have, oh, it's, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. 
can edit this. Because I'm not actually in your brain, so I can't actually know ah. what you were thinking about saying. Always you were talking before about the people that try and justify their orders, which I think um, is also hilarious. Yeah. How about the people who order coffees for other people, and they're like, "Just give us a like a skim latte, two sugars." It's not for me. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, hey, yeah. "It's okay, dude. I don't care." Uh, I'll have a cap, and then I'll have another cap, uh, extra chop. But that one's not for me. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. It, mate, you can have a you can have marshmallow if you want. I'm not that I'm not that bothered. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. I had one guy actually who I didn't realize for ages was ordering two coffees for himself. Really? Because one time he came and he was ordering coffee for someone else, and then and it was like the two of them were having the same coffee. And since he just came back, you know, ordering. You know, two caps with one sugar, two caps with one sugar, every day. And eventually I was like, mate, the other bloke in this round has got a really good deal. Or, <laughs> or did they just take it like six months at a time? Like, And then the other yeah, bloke yes. buys coffee for the other six months. Like, like you're getting ripped <laughs> off, mate. Like, every single... Like, unless the guy comes after I leave, which, you know, I'm the last barista. Like, there's no one else. Like, what? I don't know what you what is happening here. And then eventually, um, I figured out that he's just ordering two coffees for himself. Yeah. But he wasn't ordering, you know, can I have one extra what? hot? Yeah, so, that's weird. No, he just ordered the same two, and he was like, yeah, by the time you get to the end of the second one, it's usually kind of, you know, a bit sort of look cool, if that's an expression, look cool. It is now. Look yeah, cold, absolutely. yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a bit it's a bit cold, but yeah, it's, that's how I like it. Okay, well, I mean, just don't come back ever again, but yeah, that's <laughs> fine, man, no worries. But that's it. He's probably just been doing it for so long. Like, he met the friend there to begin with, and then probably got his second one from elsewhere that day. But, like, it's just been doing it for so long that it's just, like, so habitual that mm. then even when it becomes unpleasant, you're just desensitised to it because of the ritual. And I think that's a good thing because there's not much of that left anymore of, like, not. ceremony and regular routine and just, like, the same thing every day. Well, it's great now. And it's so cathartic. It's, like, to have those things that you do every day the same. Mm. It's like, I think that's, like, that, there's so much to be said for that. It's impossible to measure, but I think it's, like, it's good for you to have stuff like that. Even as a barista, it's calming. You know, you see two people that you've never seen walk up and you're thinking, they're like, they're going to order eight copies, they're going to order 11, that's the one next to them, you know, there's going to be, you know, 19 copies all up, and they're each going to have a different milk. Someone's going to ask for cashew, I bet. And you're like, <laughs> oh, what's going to happen here? No, we don't have goat's milk. Like, what is it? I could just melt some cheese in it if you want, but, you know, you're thinking, like, shit. And then, you know, you see you see someone like old mate walk up and you're thinking, you see those two walk up and you're thinking, I know you're oh, getting two caps with one. I know, what you, one. Want, I know, what you I know want. you're getting a prison pick. So you're like, <laughs> you just start the grind and you're like, mate, saw the grinder. I mean, so, so you're coming across the street, grinder's already going, don't worry, I got you. Prison pick and two caps with one sugar each. And like, yeah, yeah. No worries, mate. What have you been up to today? Like, it's just like, it's just soothing for you. Like, oh, I don't have to stress. I know mm. what they're mm. ordering. And I mean, not that, I, you know, when someone random comes up and says soy cap, I particularly stress, like I've never used soy milk before. Right. But it's just, it's that like... I know what you mean. I remember the other day, actually, we were crazy busy and to the point where like the other guy that like, the bloke I was with was sort of riding down and there was probably seven coffees, like at a time for probably a good 45 minutes. Like at any time there was like seven and then I'd sort of so do two time. and then another two would come in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It would just be like seven to eight at a time and it went for about 45 minutes. So just, you find that groove and, you know... Such you, a good flow state. It's yeah, so much it's, fun. It's great. And then um, I had one guy come up to the counter and I could overhear him saying, all right, so I'll have five caps, two with soy... And I looked across at the book with me, I was like, this is going to break me. If this guy orders like six, co seven coffees, I'm done here. And thank God, at that point in time, he said, oh, sorry, do you guys have trays? And I was like, no, we, we actually don't. And I was like, oh, we don't. So he's like, uh, all right, don't worry about it. And walked off and was like, all righty. And that Ooh. sort of took me like, I, I thought I was stressed. And then I was like, this is where you could be. 
but you're not there, so don't stress. It's like, oh, thank God, like, I'll just keep making the seven that are here. Like, just keep pushing along. And, like, the time that it would take me to sort of make two would sort of... It was enough time for an old mate that I was working with to write down, you know, slowly cap, arm and flat white, long black. And I'd sort of, you know, the next two are done. So yeah, it was just yeah. a consistent list the whole time. And I was like, I looked over... I just remember looking at this book like, you need to leave right now. <laughs> like, we yeah. don't have any of what you want. Get out, get out. You are gambling with your life right now. <laughs> Gambling with your life. Yeah, like, I'll get old mate on you. Like, I'll see, like, I'll get old mate gamble on you. And he's gonna, he knows, if he has to wait for his coffee, you know what's up. That, but man, when you have, when you're in a situation where you've got like four baristas in in a workflow Mm. and one's pulling shots, the other one is like organizing them, organizing leads, moving shit around, the other one's stretching milk and the other one's pouring the milk and calling it out and blah, blah, blah. When one of those people doesn't turn up, or is just in the bathroom when stuff gets busy, it just like, that feeling just escalates like crazy. And it is, mm. it's so addictive though to have your back against the wall like that and then get through it. And then you just like, yes. wired on the other side of it and not because yeah. of the cafe, just because of like the rush of dealing with it. Because there's like, mm. there's such an amplified level of agitation because there's drugs involved and because there's ritual involved and people are expecting their drugs in a certain amount of time and if you can't deliver it in that time, like when, especially, especially in my old shop, it's very obvious when someone wasn't there. And so people walk in, they notice someone's missing and they're like, oh, and straight, straight away, you've got to win them back because they're like immediately assuming they're going to have a bad experience of you that day. Coffee's going to take an extra minute. Like I'm already late for the train. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. And it's all your fault because, you know. Absolutely. Because one of your staff got sick or something and it's like, I didn't give them coronavirus. It's not mine. (laughs) That, um, I was going to ask, do you find it um, emotionally challenging to be a different person for so many different people? Only when you have two completely different people come at the same time. When you have someone... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You you have one person with your face, you know, talking with an American... Like, hey man, how are you? And then you have one person, you're like, hello, how are you today? Like, you know, you're like, you have two people that you're almost like, it's almost like talking with different accents, you know. Time for another one. Ah. Cheerio. Cheerio. Woo. Here we go. Yeah, it's super hard. Part two will commence now. <laughs> um, it's now time to So I says to him, oh, I says, mate, fuck him, you fuck that, like, 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 we've just swung at him, mate. I'm fucking <laughs> talking my look at him, I've swung at him hard, like. Have you ever listened to? Um, I don't know if you ever checked it out, but the end of I think it's Running Down a Dream by Tom Petty. And if you if you know it's on by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, probably, but not. You probably know recall. it. It's like a take on you know it's whatever Del Shannon's Runaway, but you know it's it's called um, Running Down a Dream, and he basically at the end of the song it's obviously the halfway point in the album. So at the end of the song it's like thirty seconds. The song like finally quiets out. You can see there's another thirty seconds, and Tom Petty comes on. And, you know, and I'll try and do the action. He's like. Hello, CD listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he sounds like? It's like yeah. that real name. That like, was great. Now is the time that you can now, for those listening on vinyl, please stand up, turn the record over. For those listening <laughs> to CD, don't worry about this. You're two in the future. But for those listening on vinyl, stand up, turn the record, and we'll now take a pause for you. Goodbye. And then like, there's like, you know, like 10 seconds. So that's Amazing. when I cracked the thing, like, it's now time for you to take a bathroom break <laughs> while we have another beer. Yeah. Um, and then we'll uh, commence shortly. All right, so you guys seem like it's one of those sort of... Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's great. But, um, yeah, no, it's weird having to sort of jump between, you know, two different people 
that are like two different, you know, you act like one person you're just a complete dickhead around, like just joking around being stupid, and one person you're like, almost like you think, oh man, I could do an internship with this person, like, you know, yeah. this is a cool contact, yeah. and you're thinking, sitting there, you're like, yeah man, that business venture sounds pretty sick. Oh no, mate, you did what? Like, you know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, what to his what? dick? Yeah, I've actually uh, worked in corporate uh, finance for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about honey and feathers, am I right? You know? <laughs> Talk about advice. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. People just come to expect the same you every day. Yeah. No matter what. And then it's like you become part of the product. And if you're not the you that they expect because you're a fucking human being and you've woken mm. up with a personal life to deal with, mm. and people. then people are t- totally intolerant of it and like, what's up your ass today? And they're just like, yeah. what do you mean? Just because I'm not like jumping up your ass to try and like make you feel good today yeah. like it's like you're not allowed to be your own person it's almost like a trap of doing a really good job at being a barista basically at like engaging and giving those people that atmosphere and that experience absolutely I've always I, that's, I only ask because that's like I'm, I'm interested to know your opinion on it having done it for a short time because that's been from day one like the long the hardest thing I've ever found yeah. with a job well, it's weird going from, you know, like a work situation and all of a sudden, you know, even still, you know, you're joking around with customers and then your boss comes in. Mm. Someone from, you know, head office or whatever, you know, the owner, whatever, the, you know. And then you're like, oh, it's, it's an even different again. And then someone comes in like, you know, for example, me for my girlfriend comes in and, you know, I'm completely normal. And then she sees me and like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, why do you sound yeah, like yeah, Tom yeah. Petty? Like, <laughs> yeah. that was just one arm and flat white. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, I'm this band. I'm gambling. Come yeah, on. like... <laughs> Sam, what are you... I tell you not to bother me at work. <laughs> I'll have another flip one. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Well, they, okay, that's the thing, is that people who've never done it cannot wrap their head around why or, like, how. Mm. Because it's a really um, counterintuitive thing to do, I think. Like, any... I reckon any psychologist or any personal health coach betterment whatever whatever would say like you should be your own person every single day every second of every minute because you know you don't have to be anyone else for anybody and it's like well you don't understand at all what's going on here and you'd tell yes, fuck I all do. coffee <laughs> yeah I would like my personality is shit I'd tell fuck all coffee like but, so, I mean? like, but no, the best that's the thing is like you can go out and drink the best coffee but if it's served to you with attitude or with like a cashew milk <laughs> cashew milk or just like a really negative yeah. atmosphere it, ta- it tarnishes it and you're just like oh, this doesn't, doesn't just doesn't taste as good as it could yeah I had some of the competitions coffee the other day and it was like I just wanted to really see if it was better and you were playing mind games with them weren't you you just no, no, walk like, on up there you're just like yo espresso hit me yeah and then I was like sweet that's you know um, and once he like laid down I was like sick um, do you reckon you could turn this into an arm fly white because I don't actually drink espresso <laughs> that's kind of shitty so. three quarter full please uh, I'll yep. tell you when to stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway um, what was I going to say gimbling and then just walk off that's what I said to him but no I was like and you know I was just like working I thought you know I'll go check out the competition and in all fairness look it was um, it was a lot better it was it was no it wasn't it mine was better and it depends on the day you know it depends on who I'm talking to whether I'm a dickhead that's or not. the thing is like did you expect it to be better or did you notice you I watched was, something happen in there you watched him like put it on the scales and do something and you're like oh this guy it's a much does more, shit that I don't do or that well, I've it was a seen. much more advanced thing you know all of a sudden they have you know we sort of dose ourselves you know where if, if you're not aware of what coffee is you know where the, co- where the actual beans are grinded and come into the filter 
or portafilter or whatever it's called, you, uh, it's called dosing. And so, you know, we dose it ourselves, then we tamp it ourselves with actual manual labor, which is a technique in itself, learning how to do that. Um, whereas these guys Big had, time. you know, an auto doser, and then, you know, it goes into a little bucket, which then gets poured in and auto tamped, like perfect. So it's perfect, but who wants perfect coffee? Perfect. I disagree. Who that wants it's perfect, perfect coffee? Oh, like that's like saying, you know, a robot could do it, but yeah, everyone loves a great metallic taste in their coffee, yeah. It's getting what's, so roboticized, dude, 100%. Like there was one in Melbourne, there's like the Seven Group. Oh no, that was a different thing. Have you seen that, that robot barista? Oh, I'm talking oh, about two yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah. I was talking about like a Seven Group thing. And no, then no, I was I talking about a the, robo. The, I think the robot works on like a Six Group or a Seven Group machine. And there's yeah, like two of them. There's a big glass Pretty incredible. Yeah, but like, what's the one when like, you can literally say to that robot, you know, gambling and walk off and the robot's go, next like they wouldn't care yeah yeah where's yeah, the yeah. fun in that well yeah there's definitely something missing or that, that that could be in that coffee it's just that you can't really measure it this has been mm. a huge criticism of mine of the industry and it's this is the old old man in me talking who just like it's not like it was in my day like Absolutely. just hates change but that's all i've seen is those electronic doses come in i've seen scales come in i've seen auto tampers come in and then it's just like there's no human, there's no touch, there's no juju going into it anymore. Mm, and I absolutely. think like whilst it could be like, yeah, you're getting the same coffee every single time, I reckon it's just it, you're missing out on the opportunity to make it as good as it possibly could be when you, when you remove those variables. Yeah, I like to taste the espresso and think, you know, this, I can taste a bit of me in this. Exactly. You taste the love, dude. It's like you don't measure it. Well, but I mean, that's the other thing as well. You know, I taste a coffee. I get in the morning, you know, I season the coffee machine with the day before's grind. Obviously, it's not going to anyone. Then, you know, I, I taste the espresso and think, you know, this actually, you know, does it taste sour or bitter? Has it been humid? Can a robot detect, you know, you know, like even it may be pouring perfectly, but it may taste sour. If you adjust it, make it a bit finer, get it towards the bitter end of the scale, you know, get it tasted. It's taking a little bit longer, but it's actually still within you know, a good pouring, you know, timing, and it tastes pretty good now, especially in, you know, an almond flip, well, it did taste good. <laughs> so, but like, can it, could a robot detect whether it was slightly sour? I mean, to be honest, I was born without a sense of smell, so that may limit me, but I like to think that I can... You might be the most disabled barista on the planet without a sense of smell. Actually. Well, I'd say there's probably you know, one-armed baristas and stuff that would disagree. You reckon? You reckon there's a one-armed barista out there? Surely a robot is the most disabled barista. I'm nervous that I'm being Does insensitive have... right now, but I reckon there's definitely not. No one-armed baristas? Yeah. What about a one-legged barista? That wouldn't be too hard. I mean, it would be hard, don't get me wrong, like, that's, <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant that surely if you're going from like, I mean like how do my legs, I mean I go, I walk to and from the, you know, the whatever the thing is you bang the coffee, what's that called? You know knock called? tube, yeah. The what? A knock tube. Yeah, I'm not going to call it a knock tube, that's kind of, that's kind of stupid. Really? It's, yeah. It's, what are you, you going to call it? Coffee's stupid. Why, you, why even, I'm off coffee, I don't even drink, I'm not even a barista. <laughs> why am I even, no. What are you going to call um, it? I would call it like, you know, a bang tube or something. Alright, bang tube it is, I like that, I like that better than knock tube. You know, like a, um flesh filter. A what? Nothing. You have to edit that out. <laughs> Is it a flesh filter? A bang tube's good. Bang tube's a bit weird. Have you I seen like, the thing? Did you say knock tube? Yeah. Have you seen the knock shoots though where like you cut a hole in the bench, put a bin underneath and then you just slot in yeah. the bar, like the shoot of it? The place you're working at at the moment, do they have the milk Nah. Water cleaner? Or do you rinse them out on top? Oh, I'm working at two places. One of them does. They're polar opposite places. Yeah, yeah, as like you the, said. The other place I'm working at, ha I noticed this on the weekend, man. They have 
like these are this this shop is and I will name this one because I'm only saying good things about it. It's Double Crossing Crow's Nest and it's fucking incredible. But they've got like, they've got a little reader where it says the temperature and the humidity. In the what? The temperature and the humidity. It's got like a thermometer flat screen like panel thing, basically where all the grinders are. And it's just got a big digital display of what the current relative humidity is and what the temperature is. So that wow. as the barista, you can note that. And, and adjust accordingly or you can walk in and see it and go like oh I bet it's going to do this today because you know obviously the humidity adjusts the grind and stuff like that massively totally. I got it like a couple of mornings ago I got out of the car under a couple of mornings ago it's probably a good two weeks ago got out of the car and it was 98% humidity at quarter past six in the morning it's rough almond flat white straight up let's test it it was like someone had put a shot of lime juice in it really like it was sour as, as balls so <laughs> I thought I'd uh, actually, to be honest, I don't know that a ball would be sour. I was going to say, most I'd, of the balls I've tasted haven't been sour. They've been actually more on the bitter spectrum. More like kind of musky and like, you know, dark. Like a Dijon. Like a Dijon, yeah, totally. Like a heavy spice. Like, like a, a... Like a nutmeg. Like a, a nutmeg. rich... A rich <laughs> nutmeg. A nutsack meg. Yeah. yeah, like a nutmeg. Yeah, and then like seasonal differences as well. Like in the winter, when you've got a cold machine, a cold grinder, and then you start playing with it, and in 20 minutes' time, it's everything in there. All the bits, all the, the blades, the burrs, the collar, everything is a different temperature and is expanding and contracting and stuff, mm. and influences the taste of the coffee then as well. And it's like this constant thing Absolutely. you've got to chase down and keep up with. One of the weirdest things that happened to me the other day was, you know, we'd just been for probably a good week, the coffee, you know, we'd get it in the morning and it'd be humid or whatever and we'd keep tightening it a bit, making it finer and finer and it'd be, you know, it'd be, you know, be pouring, say, 10 seconds for a double shot and we'd be like, shit, you know, make it a bit finer, test it a few times, get it to sort of that 35 to 40 double shot range um, and then all of a sudden, one day, it was just nothing and you were at like 75 seconds. It wouldn't pour a, a drop until about 23 seconds and you're thinking, the oh, shit. So Luke, and here. I was like, tasted it and it was like, just like, you know, having a bit of bicarb soda with a bit of water. That's what it tastes like. And I was like, okay. Uh, this is an idea. At least idea. my uh, esophagus is getting a nice uh, scouring right now. Like a good Spoons. chemical clean of yeah. the body. Yeah, indeed. Speaking of that, we actually had one of the guys, I tried to put the machine through a chemical clean today and we had one of the guys at work not mention it to any and accidentally set the controls in the machine to French. Really? Luckily, I took French in high school, but I still couldn't work it out because you know those That's things. That's hilarious. Those things don't. It's all like, in French still? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like the things don't say, you know, what they teach you in high school. Like you don't click on the menu and it says, like, can I have a sandwich, please? Like, how to get, how do I go to the Eiffel Tower? Like they don't yeah, say yeah. what they, they teach they don't you in say school. Extraction time. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, like menu. Yeah. Like, oh, of course. <laughs> Changed to English. That's hilarious. That. How did someone manage to do that? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't got in contact with him yet. But he changed it to French. There'd be um. There'd be a manual somewhere they, in they there. They changed there the is. manual to French. <laughs> there'd be it's French instructions like, in there. You it's can read weird, Every time you click on it, it just comes out with like a narration of that Russian guy's voice. They're working together. <laughs> Everybody just like, is like gambling. <laughs> gambling. Gambling. <laughs> Everything gambling. just says. Every option just says a gambling. <laughs> Have you had people talking about coronavirus? You Absolutely. I think one of the best things I saw the other day was I feel about, like that's like, why it's happened is to give everyone something to fucking talk about to their barista. I just find World War Z is like the most common like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Synonym yeah. for it. Yep. Not synonym, you know, comparison. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. Everyone's like this thing is so stupid, like most people are, but again it's just that it's that fear of people going, Holy shit, 
we're going to run out of toilet paper. Let's go and get 32 rolls. And then and, reporting on it and just like feeding it and then more and then, people freak out about but it. But it's like if you were just buying 10 rolls, or like, you know, whatever, they come in 12, whatever. You have four, two, whatever they come in. Um, we would just simply, the next person would go and get two rolls and the next person and like, when they need it. Fuck you, dude. It's all about me. Absolutely. I, it's all about me and my asshole, okay? I don't care how clean yours is. <laughs> one of the best things I saw, <laughs> two things I saw actually amazing was one, someone was like, why the fuck is everyone buying toilet Like, does coronavirus cause you to shit yourself or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was on kind of, the two It was like, apparently coronavirus causes you to shit yourself, question mark, and that was like the headline of the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And then one thing I saw which is really interesting, something for you to think about here, Mm. Will Smith, you know, the actor Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I'm whatnot. familiar with Will Smith, yeah. Most, most, most people are. But, um, you know, most people are. But um, he actually said the other day that he doesn't use toilet paper. He, He's got a bidet? No, he only uses wet wipes. And I was oh, like... Oh, what a douche. When you think about it, though... Nah, douche. Yeah, but just hear me out, hear me out. If someone <laughs> took a shit on your hand... Yeah. This is interesting. Would you wipe it off with a piece of, like, A4 paper? Or would you wipe it off with, like, just toilet paper? Or would you wet it? I'd probably wash my hands, dude. Yeah, but if you don't have access to a sink... Why? Well, don't have Th- this to is a ridiculous idea. hypothetical. Okay, look, Why is anyway, someone shitting on my hand? That, that is a douche, that is a douche thing to night, say. We went to the Friday night. When we, oh, that's right. Yeah, you that's shot right. on my hand. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Oh, that's funny for that to have happened and now for Will Smith to have known about it and made comment about on it. On the gram, not show. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> on the gram. He, um, th- that's a douche thing to say. I'm sorry. Web wipes... Aside from like, they're not recyclable, obviously. They're not, no, yeah, they're, they're like use. really harmful because I mean, it's all polyester. It's like plastic, basically. Yeah, I mean, at my house, you're we wiping your ass with plastic. Uh, we we don't actually even uh, use the toilet paper at my house. We we actually what you do is you roll it out far enough that you can actually reach under. You wipe it and then you just roll it back up. <laughs> we roll it back up, dude. I had this, and then every person just winds it out a little bit further, and so you get like that bit that someone's used is then in the slack. Yeah, wipe it, roll and, it back up, and then once you're at the end of the roll. You just, like, someone has to unroll it and, like, roll it, you know what I mean, the other way. Yeah. So then you have one clean side, one dirty side. So you get double out of everything. That is super sustainable of your family. I'm really impressed by that. At the end of the day, like, doesn't everyone have a fucking shower? Like, if you had to, if you ran out of If you're Will Smith, you're rich enough to have a bidet and have, have, like, a permanent person there to operate it for you. You never have to touch the thing. I guarantee you could pay someone to hose his ass like that. Definitely. If he needed to. Definitely. Someone who would, there's people out there that would pay to do that. I would. (laughs) <laughs> I would uh, no sorry no I see what you're saying <laughs> okay. Dude, I would be paid I would be paid to do that it, how much it'd have to be a lot oh, I don't know like five bucks a day yeah, really <laughs> five bucks depends on what he's eating <laughs> yeah any cashew milk today depends man it, like I had um, I had this situation yesterday at work and at this place I've remained fairly anonymous which is how I like it because I just get to turn up leave this is your workplace you say yeah yeah and some guy came in, uh, just just stinging to have a conversation about coronavirus, like straight up. And you know, you know how people like yeah, try out, they try out their like their routine on you, like they're a stand-up comic, and they're like, "What's the deal with all this toilet paper shit?" Like people just cleaning <laughs> yeah. it, blah, blah blah. And so he's done that, and this is like you know what five to six in the morning, <laughs> and I just I don't know what came over me, but I piped up out of nowhere, and I was like, "Dude, fully, like just use your hand. What's the problem?" And he's like, he's heard me go like, yeah, fully. And he's like, yeah, you're going to let me do my routine. And then he's heard, his face was just like appalled. And he just didn't say another word. Like he just smelled a fart. Like, <laughs> like you know, And no one I works with, no, like, obviously it's a fairly dry uh, sense of humor, like approach. And none, no, no one knows that of me. And everyone thought I was serious. 
and it was yeah. kind of like it's st- remained embarrassing <laughs> but it was so funny I couldn't be worse today when I told a customer that we were simply just out of toilet paper at the shop so we were using banana bread <laughs> that's pretty good and some sort of sourdough that we get in I told them we were using the products at the store but I was like don't worry there's no wastage I've already sold those pieces are you um I use, de- <laughs> I use decaf do you um I feel like the amount you have to wipe your ass is pretty much the only indication you have of how well you're feeding yourself. Yes. Are you like? Do you pay attention to it, or are you just like uh, some days you just like it's a phantom and you don't even need one, and then other days you're just there for twenty minutes. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a big thing for me. Um, considering I don't use toilet paper, it doesn't really affect me. I just don't <laughs> wipe. Um, it doesn't really affect me that much. You do, um, it's just how much of the family role you use and then how long you're there winding Yeah, I'm only allowed one square a day. So sometimes I save it up for like four days so I can use four rolls, four, four squares, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I actually, you know, one thing, back dating to, at the Woolworths near me, two Woolworths, um, I've actually noticed that, yes, toilet paper's out, you know, and then paper, obviously paper towel tissues, they're sort of going with Hand it. Hand sanitizer and Panadol and Water. all that shit. Like really? the 10 litre, 10 gallon, like water, like the office style gone people are just so like, ready they're not to gonna prep, fucking cut off water like they're not gonna well, we look don't around import, us man it's falling from the sky i'm pretty like, sure we don't import the water from overseas like it just comes from like you know here like it comes from a higher ground you know what i mean like it's not it comes from dams and from you know our dams are now up to about what 60 percent after the last dude, thing 75 75 in four days well, we're supposed it to went from 30 like 36 moment, to 75 so. in like four days at Warragamba holy shit unheard of like, my area got flooded like it was yeah I remember like people were trapped have they got the shark out of the lagoon yet well can't be too sure not that I really go swimming in there anyway yeah it, was, it looked a bit like English breakfast to begin with oh mate the curly lagoon flooded today and on my wave in like it wasn't too bad in the lineup. and on my wave in I got out and like in waist deep water that I couldn't see you below need. the surface um, like it was like rich brown it was this colour it was like it was like poo basically that's a bit uh, on toilet papered Will Smith <laughs> like an unextracted espresso is just under extracted over extracted you know when you just poo into an espresso cup and you just the old Goodie Bear Hotel eh? <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, dude, the amount of times I pass off that for honeycomb butter and just go, oh, yeah, hun- <laughs> honeycomb shutter. <laughs> honeycomb shutter. the Coogee Bay have? It was someone like a. Oh, it was someone ordered chocolate ice cream. But it was oh, a no. chef who had the shits or something. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it <was> like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a. Like they ordered like a main or whatever and was like, mm, I sent it back because it was like shit, basically. Mm. And mm. was like, no, you know, I don't want it in the. Chef kind of went. Oh, you know really? What? You didn't like that? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this motherfucker, and just basically sent out a um, couple of you know logs of chocolate ice cream. Holy shit! Full of cashew milk. Because the thing is, man, aside from how disgusting everything about it is, that these people, I don't know if they like ate it or if they knew. Oh no, they ate. Before. Surely they, know no, they, you ate a bit. If, you, if they ate a bit, then it's kind of on them because you well, know, man. What, like, if it, what if it was like a... I don't actually know what the dish came out. Was it just a bowl of... Just covered in coconut. You've got no I've idea I've never what's been to there. a restaurant and then had a bowl of chocolate ice cream on the menu. Was it puree? The kid's menu, maybe, but like... Yeah, but it wasn't a kid. You couldn't do that to a kid. 
Could you, like you just should use your moment to be able to oh, do it to anybody. I hope you enjoyed Toy Story 2 with this shit in your ice cream. <laughs> like, it wasn't like a... It wasn't like a the funny, the, but the, the thing that like I that really strikes me about that situation is that he was in the kitchen playing with it for a while to, like, get it on a plate and make Probably it, like, kind of look... Probably use a bit of toilet well, paper. A few wet wipes. But he was pretty. He was pretty invested at that point into getting them to eat it. So he needed to make it look presentable. So he, I just think about this chef in there who's just so furious and he's just busy like Kneading gently, gently prodding his own shit in a couple of bowls. <laughs> Fucking skewers. It's like he's as Did much he of a victim it out as of a few bowls? I think it was one person. One person got it. But then again, what if like three people are the dish and you're like, oh yeah, the waitress like, oh yeah, no, this is all good. Huh? So give this one to the redhead. Like, <laughs> okay, like, oh yeah, she asked for like, dear. That's right, you hate me. redheads, eh? You've said that a bit. Like, what's Me? What? <laughs> I'm just throwing it under the bus because like, yeah, you got sorry. a microphone on. I was like, yeah, so I'm not sure what you're talking about there. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> it's all right, I hate redheads. I hate fire trucks. Yeah, they will. You seem to be enjoying this one, all right. Oh, is this a spot? I don't even realise. I know. I'll take that as a compliment. It's unrecognisable. I thought it was a mini crate, one of those. What's a mini crate? Yeah, those concrete trucks. But they're like the really small ones? No. I think Brookvale Concrete has one. Oh, like, like a baby, like just a baby concrete. Yeah, it's truck. like really small. They're just yeah. called mini crate. Mini right, right. dash crete. Yeah, right. And they're just, yeah, small concrete jobs, not like, you know. For all your miniature concrete needs. Absolutely. How's Kenny going? Kenny's good. The uh, have you done your electrical stuff yet? No, on the it's on the works. Um, I'm in I'm in severe debt, so it's it oh, has all, it has become. I don't have any trips on the radar like as of yet. Usually they come up like three days before. And I'm like, oh, you can take that shift. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to Wollongong. Well, like you know, I'm going to Byron tomorrow. Mm. See ya. Like I'm going to the Cape tomorrow. Like excellent. I'll see mm. you then. Mm. Um, I'm not going to the Cape tomorrow. I'm going to work to make some more almond flood lights. But um, yeah. I'm uh, yeah no. But uh, what do you call it? It's 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 in it's a work in progress. I've got the bed in the back. I've got the the fridge on the fridge slide. I was a bit sus. I didn't know how the king's fridge slide would go or the mm. Titan. Mm. It's great. I it's, bet it is. It suits a sixty liter fridge, and I've got a forty five liter Waco or Dometic fridge. Yeah. And so I knew I'd have a bit of room. It comes with like you know the tie down straps, the plug, you know, or it doesn't come with the plug, but you know the lead, mm. which you'd expect. Mm. It has two leads as well, so it's like a. a 12 volt and a 240 volt or whatever. Right. Which is oh yeah, perfect. So you can juice it up in, it in the home. house. Like, you you know, over Chrissy, I had the trifle in the in the fridge down in the downstairs room. Nice. That nice. was the first time I got to use that, actually the fridge. I had the trifle in. Yeah. And I freaked out because I didn't realize what the two lights were. It was like a, it's like a plugged in, it's like a green light, and then it was like orange. And I was like, well, fuck, the fan's ah, gone. I've ruined Christmas. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> fuck, mum, put it in the fridge upstairs. Yeah. Put it in the bath full of ice. But um, you know, the back the back panel is going to be good. It's going to have a little, going to have a little panel off the side there. Got like an ARB, one of the onboard air compressors. Oh yeah, so yeah. So that's yeah. going to be in the back, bolted off, and that you won't even see it. I'll just have a little like it'll have a hose coming, then a little nipple, on the like on the panel. So you just have a little, little nipple, yep. plug the hose in, which like, oh yeah, I get the ARB. They're very smart. With they the, are. With the you know like oh I'll get the air compressor, you're like great, and uh, oh did you need a hose to go with that? Like, oh, because that's an extra seventy nine dollars. Exactly, it's like three hundred and fifty or four hundred for the air compressor. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Did you need the pump up kit? Like, no, I can. Like, I don't. I know how to pump it up. Like, is it like an instruction manual? Like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Like, did you the, want a hose? Hardware? Like, do you need the essential hardware that comes with what you've just bought? <laughs> the fucking pins. Yeah. And like the hose. Such yeah, bollocks. that's an extra sixty bucks. Like, I'll get you a good price. I can do you fifty-eight ninety-seven. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate <laughs> the dollar and three cents. Your next coffee's on me. Yeah, yeah. Sure thing, mate. Um, but I'd... yeah, so that's gonna have you have that, and then I've got a whole bunch of ARB rocker switches for front, uh, for like your. 
you know, off, it says off-road lights, and so you've got a light bar across the front on the bull bar. Um, have left and right lights, which will be uh, LED light bars along the back, or like, you know, LED strip lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then an air compressor rocker switch, which will just pump that all up. And then, yeah, it should be good, and that'll have, you'll just see a, on the front, you'll just see the rocker switches in like the little fuse box, and then all the wiring will be tucked in behind that. Tidy. And the whole thing's built out of foam ply, so you know it's steady as shit. Yeah. It's looking good. I love your car. It's getting there. I love the um, the blue on the white. The blue Bet- and the maroon stripes? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's the better red- than your old one. I liked, like, I liked your well, old one. But it was it was petrol and it just took a bit. But the colour I'm talking of, the body. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's so uh, classic to have those stripes. Yeah. But actually, I read, um, you might know Taylor and Botham Body Works. No. Have you heard of Matt Chinaki? No. He's a, like an amazing Sorry. surfer. Surfs, no, no, surfs for McTavish. Okay. Like, like amazing surfer and talk. And he also has to do with, I think he might own it, but I don't quote me on that. Owns a place called Taylor and Botham Body Works in the back of Brookvale, and they redo old cars. Mm. He's currently redoing a 40 series that's just unbelievable. Is that the, the one you sent me? The, with like the, the smart car? Or no, different one. Different oh, one. no, I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah, he's redoing yeah, a smart yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, it's an old XRFS, like IRFS Orange, but he's redone a yeah. page, and he's yeah, pretty yeah, like yeah. a smart car. Yeah, Unbelievable. But he actually so cool. put a thing up the other day, like an insurance job that he did, of um, like a troopy, and it's like a 75 series. Someone smashed in the back and wrecked the decals. So he redid like yellow, orange, tan, black decals on a tan. And I was thinking, that could be cool. You know, once I'm done, you know, save up a bit of money and like get him to redo the... Because the decals, you know, they've cracked over. It's an 89, this one. The last yeah, one's an 85. Yeah, right, I know what you're saying. So 31 years of sun. But freshened it all up. Just fucking get rid of them and put new decals down the side. Like a nice, you know, yellow, tan and black and maybe even a bit of red or orange. Straight down the side, like a four-tone. Yes. There was a guy the other day that annoyed me a little bit, had all these stickers. He got all these decals made up. And what was like, Sahara, Turbo. And it was like, you don't even, it's not even a Sahara or a Turbo. You just wanted the stickers. And it was like, 79. It's like, it's a 60 series. <laughs> <laughs> but those people are so funny. Yeah. You oh. just got to let them do their thing because they're enjoying it. And like, you're getting a kick out of how oh, silly that looks. Absolutely. I mean, I can, you're not going to be able to see this, you know, for you viewers listening at home. But the rest of us are going to enjoy this. That's really this, flattering that you think anyone's listening to this, by the way. This this fine image of uh, a 60 series Land Cruiser that's been converted. It obviously has some sort of 12 HT engine in it. And it's been converted to a six-wheeler. Ooh. Which is just incredible. If I can get the... Uh, if I can get is it though? Like, like, what do you need a six-wheeler for? Unless this is, you've got this been set up for some and sort a dinghy of, and a quad bike. Or at some sort of towing business. It's a dual cab. Oh, yeah, or some sort of with, towing business. With the tray of, you know, the tray is probably a good two and a half metres long. It kind of looks stupid, dude. I, it kind of does. I get it. it looks but at the cool, same time, it kind of looks like a really, like, extended F100. Yeah. That's the goal for me, I think. Dude, an I, old, saw, a, like I a, saw an F650, that Super Duty one. Have you seen that around? Yeah, they used to come with a Harley in the tray if you, for a limited really? time. For a limited time, they're so expensive. And that's just classic, like, you know, America. Like, just some, like, big swinging dick, stupid car. Like, the wheelbase on those things, it'd be worse than a 79 series steering it around a tight track. Oh, you reckon a 79 series? I have the, you know, I have the turning circle of a beeline. Like, mine's fucking terrible. Mm. And I have power Can't steering. be worse than a... Berenti. Oh, are they really bad, are they? There's no power steering. Ah, uh, yeah, right. So it's, you know, they're, they're great. And, you know, for how unbreakable they are, it's just... I mean, that's the, that, I mean, that's a minor flaw, no power steering. But I can still say with no power steering, it probably still has a better turning circle than me. And really? drum brakes. Oh, no, drum back. 
disc front, mm. which is the same as mine. Mm. These yeah. are all drums, I think. Drums? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. My dad used to have an old EJ Holden wagon, and it's full drum, and yeah, no pass steering. It was like, it weighed in itself about two and a half ton. Really? Which is about the same as my 60 series. How sick was that Sandman Overland edition that we saw the other night, like that we found on the web? The yellow one. Oh, absolutely. One of 80 or whatever. They're great. Those things are amazing. They're very cool. So sick. And it had like, had the bed already in the back, matching matching vinyl to the walls and everything. Oh, it was so schmick. Vinyl's so underrated. So cool. Doesn't it get It gets, gets so, so fucking hot, sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Because leather and, you know, carpet, like you've got here, this is this is delectable. It's, um, it's breathable. Mm. Whereas mm. vinyl is simply plastic. Your skin is freaking out. It's like sitting on a coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for four hours the other day, like up to sort of foster area, and it was just probably the worst experience of my life. It's fun. This the instant you sit down, you're like, oh, like it's kind of cool. It might be Slippery. ribbed or something, and yeah, and then like five minutes in, you're just dying. Yeah, I sometimes have to drive to work with no shirt on. Off. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm having. Yeah, I got to sort of. I don't know, probably one hour from Foster's or from sort of Seal Rocks, and I go, which is like. Roughly in between, yeah, nowhere. And I was at this, like, road stop in the middle, literally, like, just on the highway. Like, there's not much in between, sort of. Well, for me, you know, there's, there's heaps in there. But, you know, for me, I was, I'd sort of usually go to Newcastle or Foster. Yeah. So I, was in, I, I just don't know what's in the middle there. And, I mean, I bet there's probably heaps in there. But I sort of pulled over to a road stop. And I have a few problems every now and then with the starter motor. But it just takes, it gets stuck. Give it a little, like... So spanking, I'm spanking, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, give it a few tries. So, so I'm in the middle of nowhere and I just sort of get in the car and it was just like, like it had been running, you know, for three hours at that point perfectly. I mean, when I say perfectly, it has a top speed of 85 to 90 k's an hour. So it's... S- same as this, dude. Yeah, exactly but that sucks same. because this thing weighs a lot more. Yeah, but not as much newer. as you might think. It's a lot newer as well. Yeah, that's true. What year is it? 99. I mean, I'm an 89. This is new for a 99. You got no... Well, you could have... A little cassette player. Yeah, a little tape deck. That's what I've got. Yeah. All you got to do is get the cassette player with the aux cord coming off the side. If I, I'd love to have just like 10 grand, but I, need, I don't even have speakers to like, like these are pretty, oh, yeah, pretty much know. ornamental, dude. The speakers that you can see don't really do anything. I would love to just bling the interior of this out with a proper like GPS. Kenwood. Dash, yeah, exactly. And get like a proper sound system and maybe some air conditioning. Maybe some air conditioning. Maybe, maybe put a gas cylinder in the air conditioning. That'd be Absolutely. nice. Be able to unfog the windscreen on days like today. Mine's not particularly powerful. It's not particularly cold and not particularly hot. So it's just like a really shitty dash fan. It's just someone like lightly blowing in your face. Like some, but it's like on your neck. Like, <laughs> Fuck that. It's like, it's like a little... It's like a... I prefer you not to do that. Yeah. Just please stop. Just please stop. <laughs> I'd rather be hot. It's like someone just whispering yes. That's what it's like, hey? Uh, Alright, I think we should wrap it up, dude. I'm about to weigh myself. <laughs> Me too, eh? After this. Do you, want, do you want to take one of these? No, Are they non-alcoholic? Are these beneath you? Are they non-alcoholic? They are non-alcoholic, Oh, yeah. probably, but Just leave it. I had a chick ring me out at a bar the other night because... Did you order a non-alcoholic beer? No, I ordered a light beer. And she's like, light beer? <laughs> she like, actually was it was it like Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls? Dude, it was like it was a classic blonde Bondi bitch basically who was just like, Are you serious? Great like, alliteration. Yeah, what's the matter with you? Like it was, she was so much energy. I was like, 
Is this what you're getting paid for? It was the opposite of the coffee oh, wait, situation. You, I was, was ordering. She's serving. She's serving. I thought she was next bar. to you at the bar. I was like, oh my god, are you having a light beer? Like no, you know, like the full. I thought she was just next to you at the bar. I want a big Bose light thing at the moment. I just really like them, like Bose for the light. taste. Okay. I can't explain why, but I'm just really enjoying them. Anyway, I saw one in the fridge. So I was like, want a Bose light, please? And she's like, ugh, light beer? You serious? I was like, what? What? Yes, I'm serious. Yes, I'm serious. I don't need to explain myself to you. You need to be nice to me. This is outrageous. I'm not leaving a tip. <laughs> There's no way you're getting a tip. Uh, you know what? I'm not even paying for this. Thank you and goodbye. And I picked it up and I left. And then I fucking just threw it down on the floor and smashed and walked out. Said, the act's over, baby doll. That was it. Daddy's home. Because that's how I roll. <laughs> Aggressively. With light beer. I'm out of here.